You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's the holiday edition with me and Chris Meany and you. Happy July 4th, everybody. We're going to be short and sweet today. Everybody's sitting by the pool. Everybody's got their, uh, their barbecues going. Maybe a little fire pit tonight, a little this, a little that. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. July 4th, always good. It to me is like the first, like, here we go. It's summer. Let's do this. It's that moment. Uh, you know, and I, I'll be uh, I'll be out there myself grilling all day. I got all kinds of people coming to the house. I'm going to be doing Chris. I, Chris, I got the I'm doing the homemade pizza on the grill. I'm Oof. making the dough. The dough's resting as we speak. I'm going to make wow. that on the grill. That's right. And then later, then we do the meats later. We do the pizza. And that's like in the afternoon where everybody's swimming. You have a fun time, whatever. You play long games. And then, then you transition to the serious stuff, to the steaks, to the meat, the burgers, the dogs, the real things, what it's all about. So in Canada today, what's your, what's your drink of choice by the barbecue? You got one? Are you like are you a beer guy? Are you a Molson guy? I don't know. What, what's, what's your thing? I, I am a beer guy. You know, I love wine, but I don't do that on Canada today. Like, I love wine. Canada, I'm, a, I'm a wine snob too. I, yeah, this is why I, we're a, friends. I never knew that about you. See that? Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. Uh, you know, I check out a winery every four or five weeks. Now, tis the season for that for sure. So, yeah, I, I love the wine. But yeah, down by the fire, you know, Canada today, July 4th. I love the tradition too. It sounds amazing. I'm going to have to like head down south a little bit and check that out July 4th. I was in Detroit for um, July 4th. I, I watched the Tigers game, just had a blast, and I just love the passion. Um, so happy July 4th to everybody out there. Yeah, but by the fire, got to have a beer. Uh, and then I'll go into the, a little bit of rum and coke, maybe a little bit to cap it off. Yeah. Night, but, yeah. See, I like the, I like the, uh, I like the, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not like the, I'm not a big IPA guy. I never was. I'm not that. No, I'm not yeah, a huge I, IPA guy either. In the summer, when I'm grilling, I want something like, I like the summer shandy. I don't care if it's, uh, I don't care if it makes me a trendy white girl. I don't care. I like the summer shandy or like the Bud Light Lime. I'll I'll be very simple with okay. the beers or okay. whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. I want the cheap whatever beer that I can I, get. I like while the I'm wheat grilled. beer, like Belgian Moon, Belgian yeah, Moon, yeah, little like, wheat, chalk top. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, those. I, I, I when I'm grilling, I want something refreshing because it's hot yes. by the grill. I'm the one working that damn thing, and it's hot there. Yeah, and then we drink trenches into the evening. Then we go to the way we do the Johnny Walker Black with the cigar by the fire pit in the evening. Ooh. That's how you roll. That's wow. how you roll. That's what we do. And we're going to roll I you like today it. into today's game so you can listen to this pod in the morning here, get your lineups in, and then go have your sweat by the pool instead of with DFS. So obviously there's an 11 a.m. game. We can crumple that one, just throw it away like it doesn't exist. Although it's Annabelle Sanchez on there who has been pretty good lately. Just want to point that yeah. out. So from a betting standpoint, Annabelle has been locked and loaded lately. I mean, You're right. Yeah, pick Miami. Yeah. Pick, or I mean pick Washington rather. Pick yeah. Washington, yeah. Go go with the Nats there. Take the Nats in that game. If, By if the way, yeah. sidebar, I saw on Ooh. Twitter last night, um, Scherzer warming up in that Expos uni that they're going to wear Expos uniforms on Saturday. Ooh, are the they baby really? blue oh Expos. Yeah, they're going to go through like a little bit of a throwback. I've been waiting for that day. Uh, yeah, That's it's, dope. That's it looked awesome. nice. Yeah, Scherzer looked real nice in that jersey. Yeah, no, oh, we'll at talk that. about it. I'm sure on Friday's show. Scherzer in the Expos jersey, the Rays talking about playing games in Montreal. It's all coming together. 
It's all yeah, it coming is. together. All right, let's start with Zach Plesak and Homer Bailey here. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Homer Bailey, obviously, we know is is pretty hittable. Cleveland offense again is not something we you know we pick and choose very carefully. Some moments there, but you know when you're looking at the day slate, you could take some shots here. When we get into the evening, when we get the seven o'clock on, it's very cash game chalky heavy. I'm, I'm telling you, you're not gonna you're not gonna get real excited about the evening. Which is good no. in a way because by the evening you've already probably hammered yeah, by six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're just gonna give that, you know. But but when you're looking here and we're trying to take some shots here, is please sack a shot you're willing to take? I think yeah, against Kansas City, the fact that it is in Kansas City helps too. And you know I like please sack. I'm intrigued and he's eight point two on FanDuel, but he's nine on he's DK. Nine, yeah. If you were to invert those gonna... prices, I, I would be. Oh, I'd be much more happy with him as a secondary pitcher at eight two than at nine. I it's think a little he's, tricky there. Yeah, I, you know what? I think you could actually maybe take some shots on offense because I, I think for the most part, people will just kind of skip over this game. They're unsure about Plesac. I mean, he's allowed nine homers and seven starts. He's got a fly ball rate that's that's high. I mean, he's allowed a home run in every single outing but one, and he doesn't have those strikeouts. Only thirty two and 42, 42 innings and. Bailey, what do we know about Homer Bailey? I mean, he's a home run guy too. He's he allows out a lot of home runs. So the park isn't great, but even team implied totals are not bad. I think he can take some shots with guys like Jason Kipnis, and he's three eight on DK. I mean, Ramirez has been extremely frustrating. I get it, but he's four two. Th- those are shots that I'm I'm willing. And on the other side, Solaire's our boy. Why not at four K? I mean, he's got a, a fly ball you know percentage in in his game, and Plesac has a fly ball percentage too. So those are three guys, and even a hundred Dozier's a little little bit too expensive for me on that slate but if you're playing on Fandle, of course broken record three six gordon three two like these are guys i'd i'd have no problem getting involved in in like a contrarian b tournament format all right now three of the next four pitchers we're going to talk about here are really in play yeah, and we've got to definitely. make some smart choices and we're basically everyone's got the plan to flag somewhere we got matt boyd okay and we'll start with him against the white Sox and ronaldo lopez so obviously it's a good matchup here for boyd just on paper yo Moncada, who we talked about on yesterday's show continues to rake another dinger for him i mean he, I, we we spent a good two minutes i think talking about yoan mancada yesterday yeah. Oh, yeah. and Hit you know well. we, we try to highlight these players because we always talk about it's more than numbers it's a game of streaks too it's also a game sometimes where you see young players start to develop and become the guys they were meant to be and we're finally oh, yeah. seeing that which is terrific so boyd is at 10-6 on dk and over on the FanDuel side you get a little bit of a discount not much it's a what 10-1 right so Looking at those two prices, how would you approach this on the single pitcher site? Do you like a, a Matt Boyd at 10-1 with this matchup, even though it's on the road against the White Sox? I'm gonna go completely off the board here. I'm gonna Oh my god. I'm yeah, I know. Maybe my it's god. the July 4th. Maybe you just got me fired it, it's up. It's not Canada players. Day anymore. It's not, but we can celebrate together as a big one week. Oof. I like Ronaldo Lopez. Okay, give me the six, why. Six. I think I understand why. I think it's because he's the Tigers. Five, six. Yeah, the the, yeah. The, the fact that he is. Yeah, he's six six. I would even go there on Fanduel. I really would in a tournament if you to do a lot. And he's five six on DK. He the Tigers strike out more than anybody in baseball, and Lopez actually has a decent strikeout rate. And the fa- yeah, he allows home runs. But look at this Tigers lineup. He had an outing earlier this season against Detroit where he struck out four. Tigers in six innings 14 in six innings he only allowed two hits he had a start before that seven days before that where he had 8k against the Tigers in six innings so he has 12k or his 12 innings against Detroit this season 
and he has 24 strikeouts. Listen, I'm doing it. I'm in. I'm with you. I'm going to do it too, because I think the five, six, when you're looking at it, it's basically begging you to get involved there. I mean, it's just, I mean, five, six is just, it's it's out of control, cheap, where you just go up everywhere else. That's fine. And, and there are some of the the next game has two of our favorite pitchers going against each other. Yeah. Let's take a shot off the bat there. You're, you're eliminating 50% of the field. And I think that's one of those things too. When you look at that, you go, Oh, well, I mean, Okay, well, if that's going to happen, but if five six is a secondary pitcher on DK, how do you not yeah, like it? Yeah, I mean, that's out. what it comes down to. He's six six over on FanDuel, but the next game I'm talking about is Brandon Woodruff against Luis Castillo. Now, Woodruff nine point eight on FanDuel, Castillo nine point four over on the DK side. Woodruff nine point four, Castillo ten. So you're paying more for Castillo at home. Uh, obviously, the walks have been a problem of late. Seems to be going in the right direction, but the Reds are going in the wrong direction again because Scooter got that groin injury again. It's the other side of it now. So forget it. Like, you're not going to see him. So the lineup protection he came in and gave, that's gone. Not that, like, this lineup should sink or swim off Scooter, but it did lengthen the lineup. Yeah, yeah, I know. It just it did lengthen the lineup. But, it was something I like. Now, no, you're right. You these are your boys. One? I want to know. Are, these are two like, of my boys. These are two of your guys. Yeah, I mean, Woodruff has just been unbelievable, Joe, and you know it. I mean, he's got ten. And wins before the, the year. show, you mentioned to me about Sonny Gray and how you know all of a sudden when those guys came out of that lineup yesterday, it yeah. was all all balls to the wall on Sonny Gray, and it should be. And that's the thing. Like we do the show in the morning. When you see stuff like that, you have to react to it. And that's yeah, why you yeah. should be following guys like Nitro DFS over on Twitter at Line Star because those are the guys who are going to keep pumping that information out for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's great on Twitter. He'll respond to you, the articles. I mean, the chat is active. And you're right. I mean, the second that Christian Yelich and Yasmani Grandal come out of that lineup, and, and you know, it was a lot weaker. And, you know, the chat was active and we were all over Sonny Gray there. Uh, you know, there was a listener as well who, you know, reached out about Sonny Gray as well. Uh, and I think he was, you know, he probably benefited from it if he had Gray in his lineup. So, you know, this, I don't know where I to know go, what side to be I'm honest. Taking. I'm taking the Woodruff side. Yeah, that's I where am. I was. That's where I was leaning. Because, a because they took, it, they the took out Yellick from those guys. They'll probably play in the day game. And oh, now playing, all of a sudden yeah. you take another lefty bat out of that lineup. Uh, to me, I'm, I'm going to go with Woodruff. I am. I'm going to take the stand yeah. with him. And I think see that's what happens. He's just, goes. dude, he's just been so efficient. He's been so good. The K to walk really ratio has. has been so good. And the one thing with Castillo is he's been missing bats, but the problem is he keeps putting guys on and that's a bad formula. Now I think he's going to straighten things out, but really the ERA should even be higher than it is this year. Like he's, he's really had some he's good luck lucky. in there when he, he has, he has, yeah. he's, he's been unhittable, but again, when you, when you're talking about walking the ballpark, anything can happen. It wouldn't Joe, shock he me walked- if Castillo was better, but. Yeah. He walked five Brewers two starts ago, and in two outings against Milwaukee this year, or three rather, I mean, this guy's double-digit walks. Milwaukee have been terrible. The two, two in Milwaukee yeah, have two. been terrible. You're right. I mean, he had eight yeah. walks in those two starts in Milwaukee, and then he had one earlier in the year at home where he walked four. Yeah. And these two guys, these two teams just played each other 10 days ago, and Woodruff had 12K against against Cincinnati. I mean, both ballparks are, are obviously hitter-friendly ballparks, but I'm with you. I would lean Woodruff just because of what you said and what you talked about. The strikeout-to-walk ratio is just much better with him. He's just been sharper. Yeah, and look, and I'll tell you what, Musak is a 3-7 in the middle of that lineup. Is a, is a nice. I think that's a nice return on FanDuel of investment. I really do. I think that's that's the kind of guy you look at and you, you say, all right, you know, that's the guy that I has a good opportunity, good ballpark, everything fits in there for him. Jose Quintana, not good in his last start. Against Jordan Lyles, this is another one, too, where I think we're, you know, Chris Bryant said he's a little banged up with the knees. So we got that information the other day. 
I don't know, man. Like, you know, I, I'm thinking just offense in this one. That's, I mean, that's where my eye goes right away. I mean, you look at the Josh Bells and you look at Reynolds and Newman, and we talked about them a couple of days ago, how good they've been at the top of this lineup. Uh, Newman, the right-handed bat there at the top. I, I think that this might be kind of the sneaky group of the day. What do you think about this Pittsburgh and Cubs grouping here? I think that the the I think the Pirates are rolling. I feel like they're they're playing pretty good it baseball. Feels right like now. they are. I mean, they took two or three from Houston, and they were scoring runs in that series. And then they played Milwaukee, and uh, they got a couple wins in that series. And then they just had the first three wins. That I was listening to the you know on Sirius. I was listening to the Pirates game on the way home, and they walked off on the Cubs and Kimbrel. And they're freaking out in the in the press box. They're just they're just loving what's going on right now in Pittsburgh. I mean, they scored 18 runs on Monday, and and they got five on Tuesday when they beat the Cubs. And then last night they win six five. There's some guys in that lineup that are just kind of underrated. Now the price is cut up on DraftKings like Kevin Newman and Brian Reynolds, but on FanDuel it hasn't. Obviously, those guys are are nice little plays. They're getting on base and. And Josh Bell has been unbelievable. I like the Pittsburgh side. I, I like some of those guys. Like Reynolds has been great against lefties, and Newman has been great against bo- both pitchers. You're right about Brian. I don't know if he's going to get in the lineup. And Lyles is he's decent, man. Like I don't want to yeah. play him, but he he's he's a good decent ratios guy, and I think he could limit the damage. I'm in on Pittsburgh. I think we should continue to ride the rate, ride the uh, ride the wave. They're home dogs again for the third straight time in this series. Fourth you know, time, the, the other thing about uh, about our boy Josh Bell is that he had that torrid stretch there and then it it's went dormant and everybody panicked. And I don't blame them because yeah. it was so good for so long. Why wouldn't you panic? Because we've seen Josh lesser versions of Josh Bell before. So I totally get why there was panic in there, especially a lot of season long people. A lot of DFS people, too, got burned because the price skyrocketed on him. Yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden, then he when they went ice cold. And now it's back down to the, you know, four, six range, which is doable. And I think that stack against Quintana today is certainly a way I want to go. All right. This next one is tricky too, because Brios is 10.5 against Oakland. Obviously a good pitcher ballpark. That's for sure. The Oakland offense is one that we typically like, but in terms of chalky cash game guys, there's not a whole lot of them. So do you think sometimes it's just easy to look at and go, yeah, you know what? I mean, I'll tell you what. Barrios on DK at 11, along with Ronaldo Lopez. I got no problem with that in a tournament today because I think you're going to get your return on investment on Barrios. And then on top of that, if, if what you're talking about, holds true, you're in a pretty good spot there. If Lopez can get a W and how good he's been against the Tigers this year. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is the combo. I mean, that's the combo. Because yeah, that's like, I mean, what, that's, 17, 17 between the two of them. That's pretty good. Yeah. You want to go Woodruff or Lopez or you want to go Barrios or Lopez. I mean, I think not that's even the way. 16 and a half. What am I saying? Not even. Yeah. I, I, it's decent. I, I like that combo. I mean, my thing with Boyd is like he can go in there and between Boyd and Lopez, they can rack up double digits like they really could. Both these teams strike out. But the Detroit lineup is just it's just a, lo- a lot worse than the white Sox one it's a joke for, and it's and it's yeah. sad to watch miguel cabrera kind of end his career it is there sad and, man you know, it is the whole thing it's is just sad yeah and I they mean, don't have nobody... a whole lot of help coming i mean you look no, at the they, rest of that organization really it's not great it really no isn't. they got rid of some guys and they got nothing in return like i mean they got rid of kinsler and upton i mean they just got they think about they had verlander and scherzer you know at one yeah. time they're making just awesome runs and you know i I kind of got sidetracked talking about Oakland, but Detroit and Oakland were in, I think it was back-to-back years. These two teams were playing phenomenal playoff mm-hmm. baseball. A long, that's a long time ago for Detroit, but for Barrios, 
Yeah, I mean, my my one issue and the only thing I have is this, like, the Oakland doesn't strike out a ton, but he has the potential to go in and, and get the job done in Oakland, get the run support for, you know, going up against Tanner Anderson. So that's fine. If Marvin Gonzalez gets in the lineup, I've noticed. That's what I was going like to say. One, you beat me to yeah, it. He was like the one value. On DK. I mean, have that's the one guy. And on Fandle is like two yeah. something. He's on two five on Fandle, three six. Two so five. if he's in the line, keep an eye on that one. But he CJ cleaned Crone, up the other day and he was going to hit in the third spot. Yeah. I knew he left. He was scratched, but keep an eye on him. You know, it's funny without Rosario in this lineup, how it changes things. It really, I mean, it, Rosario yeah, has sure. been a real difference maker when he's not he's in that awesome. lineup. I yeah, think it really underrated. starts to show, you know, because you look at the whole lineup, and be like, oh, well, Cruz has been good. Blanco's been good. And all these guys have been good. Even Crone's been good. And then all of a sudden Rosario comes out of that lineup. And all of a sudden you look at it and go, huh, you know, it's really not as I, terrifying as it used to be. No, I think they have one all-star though is, is, as potent as they've been all year, I think Jorge Polanco is the only guy going to the All-Star game, which is Rosario whatever. It's just the All-Star game. Now he's not. He's not in there. And Cruz missed some time, right? Um, but like Kepler's been good. Yeah, they've just been. They've just been well, all Barrios, around. Guys I think is All-Star worthy too. I mean, I wouldn't shock me for him to go. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Oh. Those All-Star game things are wacky. Oh, but yeah, I'm not a, taking any oppo love for the A's against Barrios. I don't think that's a smart play. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going there at all. All right, the other four o'clock games here: you Michael Walker against the Mariners. You got Jay Happ against the Rays. So Happ has been a little bit better lately. And also, of course, you know, you've got that situation there where you've got Happ in a spot to, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't love Happ. Trying to talk yourself into it, eh? And it's tough. Well, I don't because Happ's just trying to talk myself into it. But it's also the Rays of kind of, just, I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel like the Rays had their moment and now it's all going downhill. And every time I want to take a shot in Austin Meadows, he's facing a lefty lately. Like every time yeah. I see the price, I'm like, ooh, three, four, awesome. Nah, not really. Can't really do that. Don't feel like doing that against the lefty. I can't do it. So no. I guess Hap is another one of these guys at seven four on FanDuel if you want to do the standalone, you know, or uh, I'll tell you what, as a lineup builder, a secondary pitcher at 7K, I don't hate it either if you're just terrified of Lopez, which I understand. But I actually think Lopez makes more sense when you talk about the track record against Detroit. What are your feelings about Hap? You just kind of let this one go too? Yeah, I just let it go. I'm not interested. He's not striking enough guys out. He's got six, 66 strikeouts in 84 innings. I watched the start against Tampa. I mean, he looked good in the start. He was he was fine. I mean, he, he only had two runs, but he only struck out three, right? It's been three, two, two. Those are his last three starts in terms of strikeouts. And the Rays have the second highest strikeout against lefties, so you wonder why he can only get three against them. And then the White Sox have the second highest strikeout rate in baseball, and he only got two against them. So he's just not he's just not missing enough bats. And I'm not, and you're right about Tampa. They've they've kind of just cooled off. So I I just I'm gonna stay away from the game altogether, to be honest with you. Like Andy Diaz as well. I mean, if you want to take a shot there, Garcia, I'm fine with it. But I'm, it's not really. You're right though, too. Even if you do Lopez and Woodruff together on DK at nine four oh, and five man. six, that lets you get the Yankees. That lets you get that Pirates lineup we were talking about too. It lets you do a couple things there where it makes. I'm a lot doing of sense. Lopez by himself on Fanduel. I'm not kidding. I'm just. I I, I know you are. I know you're a serious guy. I believe, and and look, no, no, we always right. put our money where our mouth is, though. So we live yeah. and die along with you. Yeah, I'll own so it on Friday the, for sure. Oh yeah, we always, and that's you know what? How refreshing! How refreshing! Yeah. DFS hosts who own it. Uh, Hector Velasquez. Now we're getting to the PM games again. The seven o'clock against Marcus Stroman. Uh, yeah. You know, pitching wise, no thank you. But offense wise, yeah. yes please. That one's right now at ten. I'm gonna take the over on that one, hundred percent. There's no way this doesn't go over the 10. I don't know how. I mean, that's that's a get to give me over. Um, you know, it, same old, same old, that stuff. But the next one I want to get to is 
Soroka finally getting priced down to where he should be. We saw that trend. You mentioned it on Friday when I wasn't here last week, but Zach Eflin and Soroka 8.1 and nine respectively on DK, but on FanDuel, you're getting even more of a discount. You're getting Soroka for 8.8. I love it at home. That's the kind of price I'm talking about, Chris. That's where Soroka should be because he's a great pitcher, but the K rate isn't as high as you want it to be. So therefore DFS wise, he's a tougher investment. This is the sweet spot at home against the Phillies. I'll take it against Eflin. How about you? Oh, I love it. You're dead on. Everything is just spot on what you said. Um, This is the price range that you want. He's awesome. I mean, he really is at 2.10 ERA. I mean, yeah, he doesn't strike out a ton. Seven, seven per nine. Isn't it's not great, but his ground ball rate is almost at 60%. Guys can't hit him. They can't touch him. And when they do, it's just, they're just rolling it over. And so I love Sirocco. Soroka, he's a great play. Both sites. I mean, I'm into him for sure. No, I am too, because look, and, and Eflin you can pick on. So, I mean, you can make it work yeah. with, with Soroka and, and Lopez. You want to go all day. You'll have enough money to, if you want to spin up on those Braves bats. I mean, they just lit up. Oh yeah. Better. Donaldson's just three on FanDuel. So you can put oh, him with Soroka easily. Sense. Look, you can go Acuna, Freeman, Donaldson. And yeah. then, I mean, you could even probably, you know, if you want to switch around with Marquecas too, we talk about it's not sexy, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, you could probably get some pieces of the, yeah, you get some pieces of the Blue Jays lineup at a little cheap. Maybe you take a shot at Grichik or somebody like that who's got some pop. Uh, but you're not going to take any shots with San Diego because they're going against Ryu. Please yeah. don't tell me about the Ryu Colorado start. I don't want to <laughs> hear it, guys. I don't want to hear it. He's been great. It's Colorado. He, he's the look. He's going to be the chalky play. And, and the evening it is. It's a cash game evening. It just is. It's just don't get fancy. Don't get cute. Uh, the Lance Lynn Griffin Canning one I know is going to make for some cute fodder there. People going to want to get into that one. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want to do it. And I'm going to go more towards the just stay safe. Stay with Ryu in the cash game. Stand alone. He's 10-8. That's not terrible. He could be way worse. He could be 12. Oh, yeah. He, he really probably should be, to be honest with you, going up against this Padres team. The strikeout yeah, he's 11-1 on DK. But the the price on FanDuel is perfect for him. You play the cash there, and if you if you want to play tournament, you play Soroka. I'm telling you, don't go crazy because I think Lance Lynn is gonna be had a little bit by some of these uh, these bats right now. The Angels are Angels are hot right now. They really are, and they hit righties well. Try yeah. a couple bombs um, last night, and you, we all know about Shohei Otani hits righties well. How does this uh, lineup get affected with Lestella out now for obviously what ten weeks they set up to possibly? Yeah, that's a injury? brutal injury. You know, uh, he's a guy really, too. You know, yeah, he got that spot just, in the All Star game and everything. Yeah, what a bummer. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the fans gave him a standing ovation the day after he was named. He he really saluted them, and he's been good for them. He really has. I mean, the home runs is everybody. The home runs are up across the board. We know that. There's a great story in the Athletic about the seams and the baseball and the balls being different and, the, and being tighter. It's a phenomenal story, actually. Uh, you should go check it out and just read it. But um, he was great. Besides the home runs, like it was a really surprising but he's been you know in the leadoff spot at times and getting on base and making things happen for guys like Trout and Shoei Otani and Justin Upton actually just left last night with a quad injury so I'm not sure they're um that lineup would obviously hurt a little bit more with him him but well listen they hit righties, is they out, hit righties well if Upton's out and it's, a, it's out yeah it's, it's a little tougher I can understand like Lance might get some love but I think that's a trap I don't know I just feel like it's a yeah trap. I, I think it would be too and I'm gonna I'm gonna like the same lefties against Griffin Canning now he was he was scratchy. He was supposed to pitch last night, and we were on some of those mm-hmm. like since you yes, chew. We like I want to go right back there too. I'm yeah, glad you I brought that up too. Because the other yeah. thing that happened too is I don't know if you talked about this on the Rangers pod this week at the Athletic. I know you uh, take care of that bad boy. 
But did they uh, did they talk about Willie Calhoun starting to take a little some balls at second base? Because boy, that would yep. be a scene. Poor Rugged yep. Odor. I guess it's TikTok man, right? TikTok. I don't know if I brought this up with you, and I think I did. I just talked about on the Black last show. night. Yeah, we talked about, about it. Um, you know, on Jake's show, we got together again, the the, the three of us, and we were talking about this show, and we mentioned mm-hmm. Rugnet Odor, and yeah, that's exactly it. And they had been they've been saying it for four weeks. It's time for Rugnet to probably take a step back, and he's out. And they're saying like, go to the minors, and he is he hasn't been the second I mean, time even again in tonight, what, three years or, that it's happened to him. You know? Yeah, yeah. Even even again, um, Wednesday night, he like. Texas was just striking out across the board and Rugnet Odor, 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. Like All the right. time has come. So make some make some fireworks here. Give you some July 4th picks here for people wagering wise. What can they help win a little extra beer money with? It's the Giants are playing because we've been all over them again, and they just went into San Diego and swept them. It's been a good week betting it the Giants. Uh, crazy. Man, it's been crazy. Yeah, Evan Longoria flashback and Brandon Bell. Keep an eye on those guys over the next few days. Um, let's start that over in Toronto for me, Chris. That's, that's yeah, why I keep that over in Toronto. I like that over there. I think we can get on board with the over there. Um, if Justin Upton does play, I think they'll be scoring that LA and Texas game. So uh, I don't don't mind the over, but at 11 with no Upton, I really do feel like that will make a big difference um, in the Angels lineup. I like Atlanta minus 160. I think you can jump on that. Right, take the Dodgers by two. They're going to crush uh, San Diego. Uh, we can take the Yankees minus 120 on the road. Not bad odds considering um, we don't even know who's pitching for Tampa. Some opener, and they're slumping. Uh, I going to stay away from St. Louis and Seattle. Can't really get a read on either of those teams. Minnesota on the road. I think we can get on board with Barrios. I like the under with Woodruff and Castillo on the hill. Uh, that total at nine. And since we're in on Lopez, we might as well take the White Sox at home and let's wrap it up with Washington over Miami to get you started you at 11. That's right. To get your morning started. We came full circle with that. All right. So wagerings <laughs> aside now, now it's time to call our shot. And I'm going to oh, go right already. back to Griffin oh. Canning and I'm going to troll him. I, I didn't get a shot to do it yesterday, so I'm going to do it yeah. again. He tried to duck me. I feel like he tried to duck me. So you know what? I'm going to swing at him again. I'm going to swing at him with my boy, the big boy, Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun is going to take him deep in this yes. one in Texas. That's what I want to see. Who's going yard for you today, Meanie? Yeah, that's a good call. Let's head over to Atlanta. Let's all in on the Braves and Soroka and the Braves to win the game and Freddie Freeman to take Zach Eflin deep. I like it. I love it. All right. There's going to be fireworks. There's going to be growing. And also to uh, July 4th is, is a great time to remember that we are all Americans, even even Chris. That's right. He is North American. We are all Americans here in this thing. Uh, but But seriously, we want everybody to have a, a happy fun fourth of july have a good time be responsible yes, be especially not just with your dfs but with your life be responsible out there have a good time and enjoy life enjoy the day off hopefully most of you are and for those who are working today thank you for those who are working those jobs that keep everything going uh right. we thank you we appreciate you make sure you follow us here at the line star app uh at chris meany at joe pisa ps17 and go get your fantasy football black book it's the perfect yes. pairing with any of your wine or whatever else you're drinking by the pool for the next week or so on vacation. So we'll be back again on Friday as always. And of course we'll be back again for the weekend edition as we always do here. That'll put this one in the books. There's nothing left to do except step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time kids. 
You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meney.